Mozcast. The next episode is with a man called Paco Max, Simon Paxton, international man of mystery, heartthrob, the blonde-haired uh, beauty. Um, he, I've not spoken to him for a long time, so this is going to be fun. Looking forward to this. Um, no idea what he's up to, what his deal is. Sorry, just having a coffee. Um, but hoping over the next hour we can find out a little bit more about his and Moz's relationship, unearth some little treats, um, hopefully find out something about Moz we, we don't know, we don't know yet. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Easy. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Long time. I know. I know. Long time no speak. What's up? How you going? Not much. Doing very little these days. Very little, so. You're uh, living the furlough dream. Yeah, some would say it's a dream, some would say it's a nightmare. Right, let's get into it. Let's get. Let's talk about Moz. <laughs> Moz, Moz, Moz. This is the the Mozcast. I think you're you're the fourth, no third guest on the Mozcast. How does that feel? That's exciting. Who else has featured so far? Uh, Bulmer. I'm sure, that was um, very entertaining. That there was. It was enlightening. There was a few things <laughs> I didn't. There was a few things I didn't know about, which was quite good. Um, and then there were. I did Charlie Farrow. Nice. Um, so that was good. And then I had Ed booked in, but he be obviously bailed on me. Um, so, so I've got him like, um, but this is Moz's wedding present. Yeah. Um, cool idea. Really cool idea. So I was thinking, in fact, when was the last time you went out with Moz? When was the last time you saw him? Last time I saw Moz properly was over summer, over lockdown in summer. Once, the, once it eased a little bit, we we caught up quite a lot. Um, had a couple in of Harrogate. parties at Ian's in Harrogate, yeah. Barbecues, which obviously escalated into the night. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was obviously good to see him. It had been a long time. He's, uh, what's Moz nice like these days? What's, what's catching He's up? He's all right. Life? I mean, obviously, going back to school, like he was, he was always the one that was... Uh, that would get real loose, drink too much, and uh, embarrass himself, and then have the worst hangovers the next day. But he's uh, he's definitely got better. He's definitely got better. Yeah, Bulmer told me that he was introduced to Moz um, as Messy Moz. That was the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was me I, he didn't really know what Messy what Moz was. I mean, he was still Messy at the time that Bulmer met him. But what? How did that nickname come about? Essentially, from him. I think well, it's like obviously like the nights would always start off fairly civilized, and then as as they went on, he'd drink more and become less coherent, and usually falling around. He always you knew how drunk he was getting because he'd always talk out the side of his mouth, so it becomes side mouth moz. <laughs> you must have experienced that when he starts trying to chew your ear off, but he's talking out the side oh, yeah. of his mouth. So. Yeah, he just gets really loud as well. Yeah. Was he like, I don't know whether, the thing is, he does that more now. I don't, was he always scream at you when you were growing up and getting pissed? No, not so much. That's definitely, that's definitely a more recent thing. He just becomes very vocal. <laughs> Extremely loud. 
Yeah, and what was he when when you were going out as kids? What was his role like? When what was a typical like weekend in Harrogate like? Go all the way back to like sixteen, seventeen. It'd be it'd be a night round at Ali said Cole's house. So parents <laughs> usually out, and they'd always let us just go there and get as drunk as we like. Um, How were you getting booze at that point? There was a couple of people who somehow got away with it or s- people's parents would usually would usually get it in to be fair even ali's ali's mum didn't seem to mind she'd she'd pick up a case of beer for the boys were you drinking beers or ciders or what whatever was whatever was available <laughs> <laughs> we went fussy and dr- drinking games usually Drinking games, Ring of Fire was always always a classic one because that was usually what would result in something like messy mods. Because can't remember <laughs> is it like if you get four queens or four the fourth king, you have to down the shit mix. Yeah, and often often the game would would maybe get fixed so so that maybe it would land on mods just to just to <laughs> see the out, just to see the outcome twenty minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you, do you, he? he he really did like to get pissed when he was younger. He would, and he would wake up with the worst hangovers. I don't know how he persisted with it. I think it was partly. <laughs> You'd think that'd put you off. Yeah, I mean the the way the state that he used to wake up in the next day. You'd think no way. Like you'd think he was on the edge of uh, of death. Uh, uh, but well, I remember him telling me just after he'd been diagnosed as celiac. He was like, "Well, that explains all the terrible hangovers because I was drinking beer." I was like, "I'm sure that wasn't just the reason." <laughs> He, yeah, he, he he blames a lot on his on his celiac diagnosis. Um, how how did you find out about his celiac about his diagnosis? I think I think one time I think it was I'd gone down to visit in London and he just wasn't drinking beer and I found out from that and I was quite shocked because it was still like I mean it's a lot more common now even a couple of years on for people not to have gluten or be celiac but I was just like how can you not drink beer? It's not fair. I know. I think that's a bit. It's a bit rough. Although he does, he does get himself. The thing was, it was quite a big deal. You know, obviously Sharon made it a huge deal in our family. So she was like, "Oh," she rang me and she was like, "Moz is devastated." I was like, what? "I was like, what do you mean?" She was like, "Yeah, he's he's been diagnosed." I was like, "What? What do you mean? Oh, he's a, he's a celiac." I was like, "Oh, right. He's he's, he's, he's just got a, he's just got an issue with gluten. He's not got cancer or something." Yeah. Because it's so serious. <laughs> but I used to, um, I used to take the piss out of him quite a lot, but then that just got really boring because it's not his fault. <laughs> so <it made> me <laughs> oh, you're not having a beer, you pussy. <laughs> but then he just made him yeah. really ill, so it's not that funny. But also now it's got, now it's a nightmare because if you're doing rounds with Moz, uh, it costs you a fucking fortune because you, you're getting yeah. a, a beer, double and gin. Goes, oh, a double gin and tonic. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it works out all right for him. Then, it? Like, I remember I went to a gig recently with Moz, and obviously at a gig, nobody's ordering a double gin and tonic. Everyone's getting a beer. Yeah, or pints. A, and Moz is rocking up and going, yeah, I'll have a double gin and tonic, which at a gig venue is probably going to be about 10 quid. It was absolutely ridiculous. Plus the barman. The barman's then, like, gives you that look and rolls his eyes because he's got to go and make <laughs> a drink out. rather than just pour a pint. Yeah. It's always it's always slimline tonic as well, just to just to rub salt yeah. in the wounds. Yeah, which you know is is a pain in the ass to find and get. 
Yeah, even though he wouldn't be able to wouldn't be able to t- taste the difference because by that yeah. point he's he's about seven gin, double gin and tonics <laughs> down and he can't speak anywhere or he's speaking out the side of his mouth as you say. Exactly. I didn't. I mean, now you mention that, I do. That is a good point. He does do that. Actually. He does. It's funny. And he does lock you in for like a comp. He'll pull you into the corner, won't he? <laughs> and like really get into you. What yeah. Sort of but yeah, then you you can't get a word in edgeways either. So it's like he's just talking at you. It's not even a conversation. He's not having a conversation with himself. What <laughs> what's he usually ranting to you about? Could be literally anything. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I'm, I'm not even usually listening to be fair. So no, I'll yeah, tune in right. and then I'll be I'll be trying to find a way to escape. Get real loose. 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 What did you guys used to do at school when you were sort of like? Well, in fact, how did you meet Moz? When, or like, at what point during school did you start hanging out? So, funny story about how me and Moz originally met. This is before we were actually friends. Way back in year seven, and. I noticed that Moz was wearing Velcro shoes. <laughs> and obviously, being a cocky little year seven, I thought it was really funny. And so that it was uh, appropriate to take the piss out of him and call him Velcro boy. <laughs> Which I think Moz got quite upset about at the time. And uh, found out years later that he'd, he'd done, his, uh, done his shoe shopping so late that all they had left was Velcro shoes. And that's what he had to settle for. <laughs> But I didn't know about that. You didn't oh, know that did, story. I don't think so. I know he. I know when he started school, he was. I don't know. I think he probably was getting bullied in some way, and I think you you were obviously one of the bullies. <laughs> Certainly unnecessary, but yeah. So Moz was Velcro boy, and then I guess that sort of wore, wore off pretty quick. Maybe he got some lace up shoes. Was it just you? Say again. Were you just screaming Velcro boy at him as he was walking down the <laughs> corridor? You yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> I know, I feel terrible. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, now we're best mates, so. How, how long between Velcro boy and you two actually uh, hanging out? I'd say it's probably year eight when we sort of started hanging around, hanging around the same, same crowd. Because back then it was like you were either on like the left side or the right side. What? In, uh, in the year, the year was split into like two halves. So I was I was on the opposite side in terms of lessons. So I never really, never really uh, knew like Moz and Josh and Colin. And I guess it was when we started going to like Ali said Cole's house. She was, oh like, right. Her and the girls were like the bridge between our group and their group, and then yeah, we just got along like a house on fire. Who was your group? I just hung around with like um, Luke Edwards, oh, yeah. um, Dan Barber, those sort of crowd. And who was the leader of the uh, other half of the year group? Leader. I, really, I couldn't really think. So long ago, I can't remember. Was your group at school, could you be described as the popular group? would like to think so yeah <laughs> so you were the dicks the jocks yeah essentially essentially <laughs> but i remember i remember mars must have been year eight or nine he i don't know if he got suspended or he got sent home or something because he was he was known as the uh the ringleader of 
of that little group. He could, he used to get um, used to get Henry to do literally anything, and he would ask Henry to do it. Henry would do it, thinking it was hilarious. And then I like, think, he, and it, uh, <laughs> it was one time. I think it was a, a science lesson, and they were outside and um, taking some grass samples or something stupid. And um, Moz says, "Henry, go and sprint around the two hundred meter track." And he's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> does it while well, there's a PE lesson going on and dressed in his full uniform and then uh, obviously he ended up getting sent to the head of year who then finds out it was Moz that was the one who egged him on to do it <laughs> there was loads of shit like that Moz would just get Henry to do stuff for uh, his own enjoyment yeah what doing it himself uh, well it's quite clever really yeah um was he uh so was did you do any school trips with Moz? In fact, did you come on the America trip? No, I didn't do the America trip, no. But that was like um with Johnny good. on that one. Mm. Did you yeah, did you do any school trips when you were that's not with Moz. I went on a ski trip in like year nine, Austria right. one. But... And you didn't I d I can't remember you boys playing any sports. Like our like so our our year at school was quite you know, everyone was either in a football team or was in the rugby team or whatever. I can't, I can't remember what or you guys, anyone being... Well, actually, I remember Josh was in the rugby team. Yeah, Josh was... I think Josh was captain for a bit. Colin was football. I think Moz maybe played a game or two in year eight, but... Yeah, never really, never really break through. But we were, we were both, like, quite small back then. Yeah, we still are. Still are. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, something be, something was important that year at, at Harrogate Grammar because none of everyone in your year is small. Yeah, there must be something in the water in Harrogate that year. It definitely was. Much smaller year. Um, really strange. What about Walter's early love interest? Can you remember any from school? Uh, so there was one who none of the boys were particularly a fan of. You'll probably remember as well, Becky Bolton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I remember it, but we talked about it a little bit, and I she came around to the house a few times, but I have no idea how Moz and her ended up. How did that happen? She she came, so that must have been like year 12, first year of sixth form, because she came f from a different school to our school. And yeah, I don't know how it happened. I think she just sort of somehow came into our group and they hit it off, I think. It was really weird, but she, she was a bitch. None of us liked her. She, um, Why? it was like a Friday night. We'd obviously want to go out for a, a few drinks and then she'd be on the phone to Mars and telling him that it wasn't on and he wasn't allowed to go out with the boys. Classic. He'd, he'd literally be at like the back of the group on the phone. Like <laughs> she'd almost have him like in tears cause just giving him shit. Oh Jesus. Yeah. She was a bitch. No one should end up in a relationship like that at school. That's a nightmare. No, well, I, remember, um, I remember there was one night we'd been somewhere and obviously Moz had, Moz had been in love with Beth for several years before they were even together. He'd always, he'd always tried, he'd always pushed to try and uh, try and make something happen and she was having none of it. I remember there was one night he was really drunk. I think we were on Colbath Road near the Sainsbury's there. And he, he found out she was up the road, so he like sprinted up the road, declared his love for her. 
and then came running back and fell down the little set of stairs that were at Sainsbury's. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, yeah, Jackson's Sainsbury's thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, did he what, just run up, say, declare his love, not even wait for an answer and just disappear? I, I, yeah, I think it was something like that. It was, all, it was all a bit of a blur, but yeah, he just came running back. He was like, I've just told Beth a lover. I've just fallen down the stairs. What um, year was that? Can you remember? I think that must have been like maybe halfway through the last year of school because then nothing nothing really happened they were both single and i remember yeah. it was like the last ever day we'd all been sat on the stray having some drinks um just obviously celebrating finishing and then and then they started getting together and then they were inseparable for the rest of the day and then the rest mm. is history as they say and here we are 10 years later Cranky. years Took him a while. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair to him, he persevered and uh, eventually it paid off. So, yeah. In fact, to follow, on from, to follow on from this, th there was there was a piece missing from Bulma, which I wanted to find out because I think you might know more. Is when they were well, when Moz was at uni, and I think Beth was in Manchester. Yeah. And Moz apparently used to sort of. This is when they were kind of together. Maybe they were broken up for a bit. I can't remember what happened. You can you explain what happened here? Well, I think well, I think it was like the whole move into uni thing, and they were quite far apart, so it was a bit hard in that sense. And they just tried tried to keep tried to keep it going, and did. I think there was a, a couple of little breaks in between in the first year, because obviously Moz was just getting wrecked, and yeah, first year of uni was as you do freshers and things. Was it, did he? But he came to visit you in Manchester a few times, I assume. Yeah. And to be fair, Beth's halls were very, very close to mine. But then she was only at uni for the first term, I think, before she dropped out. So, yeah. Did you do any big nights in Manchester together with Moz? There was a few big nights, warehouse projects and things. I remember one actually. I wasn't actually there. But I'd been. I was back in Harrogate. I was actually with um, with Alex Harper at the time. And I remember getting a call from Moz, who'd been at Warehouse Project. And he had absolutely no idea where he was. He was like just completely incoherent. He was trying to make sense. He, he told me he'd been kicked out because he was too drunk. I think he'd been there with like Hartley and somebody else. Hartley? And, yeah. <laughs> and basically he'd got, he'd got lost from everyone else. He couldn't tell me where he was. He was telling me he was in Leeds, but I didn't believe him. He was like, no, no, I'm in Leeds. I know where I am, but I don't know where it is. You sent me, I said, send me a photo of where you are. And if you're in Leeds, we'll come and get you because, like, you fucked and you're just going to have no way of getting anywhere. <laughs> so he sent me this photo of where he thought he was. And it was just a blurred road sign, which obviously I could make no head or tail of. <laughs> I showed it to Harper and he was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know where that, where that is. Let's go. So we drove into Leeds, a random little part of Leeds, which obviously Moz wasn't there because he was in Manchester. <laughs> Trying to get hold of him, he just he just was completely fucked. He just couldn't understand a word he said. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the night he ended up calling my dad and doing something pretty similar. Sent my dad a, <laughs> dad a photo of where he was, and then he jumped in a cab and he got a cab all the way from Manchester back to our house or something. Really? And dad had to pay for the cab or something. I need to I need to clarify this with dad. But yeah. 
this is a story which, yeah, I think I've heard before. Yeah, so, yeah, that was. There's another example of Mars being too pissed. Yeah, I mean, he's got a long list of very, very <laughs> similar stories. Absolutely no idea where he was. Completely incoherent. Absolutely no idea where he was. Completely, completely incoherent. Did you guys do a, I couldn't remember this, did you guys do a lad's holiday after school? Yes, we did. So we did one between year 12 and 13. Was what, what did you do? Not just lads. So it was 24 of us, I think. Fucking hell. 10 girls and 14 boys. We went to Magaluf, obviously. Oh, of course. So that was pretty wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> was Beth there? Yeah, Beth was there then. I don't, I don't know if anything happened. He might have been, no, he can't be with Becky at that time. Memory's a little bit foggy. But yeah, that was, uh, that was just a week of, I, I, yeah. I'm trying to I think of stories of Mars from there, but I don't think there was anything particularly special. Johnny really stole the limelight on that holiday. It was <laughs> terrible, terrible things. <laughs> oh God, do you remember where he stayed? Real shithole. It wasn't that bad to be fair. Just like a standard sort of three-star yeah. resorty kind of hotel. I'd say Moz at that time really didn't like the sun or the beach. He used to always bitch and whine about how much. Like we'd go to the beach, have a great time. Uh, he'd probably just sit, sit in his room or sit under an umbrella somewhere in a t-shirt so he didn't get sunburned. Couldn't hack it. He's always hated the, the sea and the sand. He's <laughs> always moaned about it. Ever since like he was tiny. Like we used to go on holidays, yeah, and he he'd sit in the car. Like we'd all really? go to the beach and like hang out, go jumping, swim in the sea and stuff. And he would just moan and moan. What and a waste! Yeah. I know. Yeah, such a shame. He's missing out on a whole world of fun there. We went to Benicassim in Barcelona. Oh shit! Because that, yeah. well. that was um, that was when we missed the flight home. <laughs> all right, tell talk to me about that. <laughs> So we'd be, yeah, we'd be, we did a week, pretty much a week at Benicassim, which is just down the coast from Barcelona. And then after that finished, I think we spent five days in Barca, just seeing the sights and having a bit of a relaxing time after a mad week at the festival. Um, so that was really good. And then we, we were, we were due to go back on like the Saturday or something. Our accommodation finished on the Friday and we ended up we ended up meeting some girls who were just like really friendly. We got on with them, and they were like, "You can just crash crash at ours for that last night because there's no point in getting accommodation." So we're like, "Awesome, we'll do that." Um, and obviously, going around Barcelona, every time you get a train anywhere, it's just like the metro, so it's just there every couple of minutes. So mm. we didn't really bother looking at the train times to get to the airport because we were like, well, "We'll just get there, and you can just jump on a train. It's like instant." So obviously, we didn't really plan much time. We had like a a couple of hours before the flight when we were still in Barca. Got to the train station. Obviously, we'd just missed a train and they weren't every five minutes. They were every half an hour. <laughs> and so we wait. We get the train. We're like, it's cool. Train to, uh, plane doesn't leave for like another hour. Got to the airport. We thought we had plenty of time. Got to the desk and they were like, sorry, it's too late. Like, what do you mean? 
Like, yeah, we're like, the plane's still here. Can't we just go through? They're like, nah, sorry, that's not allowed. We're like, but we have to. Like, how are we going to get home? She's like, nah, it's just not not possible. The, tr- the plane's about to leave. We're like, it's not leaving for like another 45 minutes. It's let us on the plane. She's like, no. Yeah. So that all, that all went to shit. And we were sat in the airport. Fortunately, Moz got through to Sharon and she she booked us all flights on the next next flight home and that was like eight hours we had to wait sat in, sat in the airport and no, no one was very happy with us <laughs> yeah i remember uh, but i remember as well because earlier earlier in the week some of the girls had, were due to go back after the festival and they missed their flight and we were all like what fucking idiots who missed that <laughs> flight we we're like you've you know when it is you've got all the time in the world like you just don't miss the plane a week later we're sat there just like oh no <laughs> that's not great on face yeah <laughs> yeah it's most it's most quite stressed out that's the sort of situation that stresses me out i don't like being late for playing no, yeah, i'm usually quite i can't imagine what's Moz like in that situation i don't remember him being like terrible i think he was getting a little bit antsy like and we, i think me and bull were just like Moz, chill out. Like, we'll just get there. When we get there, there's nothing we can do about it now. Like, have <laughs> our hands now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a bit twitchy. Right. <laughs> um, all right. I want to talk about. Oh, what was Benicassim like then? Let's talk about that. What was Moz's. What, what was a typical day with Moz at Benicassim? Can you remember that? Where, were, you yeah. camping out? were you camping or were you in a uh, apartment? No, we, we camped. Um, it's quite brutal camping at Benicassim, isn't it? It is brutal. So, yeah, like, you're woken up by the sun and the heat first thing, like, 7, 8 o'clock, it's, like, 20-odd degrees. So there's no no chance you can sleep because your tent's like a greenhouse. Yeah. So first thing, you just get up. Usually there's uh, – I remember there being, like – obviously the campsite was a bit of a mess, but I remember one morning – waking up stumbling out of the tent and i was seeing a bear on the floor which looked like it had been getting cooked in the uh in the heat just picked it up and started drinking it so that was the uh, <laughs> that set the tone for the rest of the day yeah and then we, yeah, we used to we used to walk down to the beach even moz did to be fair even moz came to the beach yeah, even moz. Uh, <laughs> walk down to the beach and recover all day have a swim because the music didn't start till sort of four or five o'clock so you yeah just Take your time. It's quite nice to do that rather than having to get up and get straight back into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's do a big benefit. Yeah, it, come back from the beach, stop and get some beers. And then uh and then it'd go on till like sort of four or five in the morning. Can you remember any uh specific bands or acts that you guys saw together which were good? Literally all of it. There was like Primal Scream. Oh, sweet. Really good. Strokes. Strokes are a big highlight. Strokes? Wow. Yeah, it, was, it was a huge lineup that year. I think Arctic Monkeys played as well. The Streets played. There were some huge, there were some huge ones. Um, Bombay Bicycle Club. I remember Bombay they because they played at the same time as Mumford & Sons, who obviously at the time were super popular. None of us were really into Mumford & Sons, so we, we went and saw Bombay Bicycle Club. So obviously they were just giving loads of love to the crowd who had seen them over Mumford and Sons. Yeah. And we were just at the back shouting, fuck Mumford and Sons. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was looking at us like, okay, it's a bit much. A bit harsh, yeah. <laughs> Spread love, not hate, guys. We're a festival. <laughs> just screaming at the top of our, top of our lungs. 
Did you guys do um, Leeds Fest together as well? Oh yeah, we did a couple a couple of Leeds Fest. That was obviously that was like year ten, eleven. So we were still quite young then. That was that was when Moz was the height of the height of messy Moz. <laughs> and obviously, a festival there's there's no escape from it. No, was he losing his mind at marbles then? Uh, yeah, the... so I just have memories of him like sat in his camp chair with um, like a can of carling in one hand, just like rolling around the place trying to trying to sing along to the music and things. Did he manage to get up and get and get to see bands, get out of the campsite? Yeah, he he did pretty well to be fair. I think there might have been one day where where he didn't make it out of the campsite, but obviously like he he loves his music, so no matter how much of a state he is, he'll make sure he drags himself to it. <laughs> Whether he remembers it or not, at least he's there at the time. But I've not done yeah. last Embry with him yet, which uh, that'll be the next one. Yeah, I've That'll done it a couple of years, yeah. I did a Glastonbury with him last year. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, he hasn't changed. He's still pretty, pretty similar kind of guy. Um, scream! Trying to watch a band and he's just like screaming in your ear for the, <laughs> the entire set. I'm like, Mom, trying to watch this, trying to watch this act. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, have you seen? You see down the, the tent down there, they're selling these really good cocktails. I was like, all right, Moz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on this, on, on the music side, have you guys got um, big bands or, or sort of, yeah, sort of periods of music that you could remember sharing a lot together? Quite a lot, yeah. We like, I mean, he's got a pretty diverse taste in music, but a lot of the, a lot of the stuff he listens to like we both enjoy a lot there was i remember like way back at school we always gave him a lot of stick because he was really into his screamo and emo music yeah. which like to to everyone else that was just a different world no one really got it so he was uh he was the only person like that he was he's taking the piss out of him because he's like he's listening to bands called like kill your friends and shit like that like, so I was the same. All my mates used to take the piss out of me for being an emo. And, yeah. and for exactly the same thing as well, like stupid names, like Texas is the reason and stupid band names like that, um, which, uh, yeah, which is fair enough. You know, emos deserve to be taking the piss out. Although it wasn't a phase, we're still really into screaming. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. Um, it's fairly, it's fairly uh, niche genre, but yeah. It, it's neat. It's underappreciated. Um, <laughs> I've been lobbying the BBC to try and get a regular emo radio show on national radio, but they won't let me. Actually, that's funny. <laughs> um, one of the other things I was going to ask about was, yeah, like, especially at school, driving. Do you remember Moz driving? Especially, particularly, do you remember Moz? I do remember Moz driving. I, I never... I never thought he was a terrible driver, but he did write he did write off your car, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, what was what was your memory of that? <laughs> was he I think he was was he driving on his own? Yeah. You know, I think yeah, it was just on his own. So uh, I was I was just I'd, at the time when I found out I was like, sure, he was okay. Obviously it was fine, he was very, very shaken up. Yeah. And I don't think your parents were too happy. He's never been the same in a car since, to be honest. Really? He's, well, he's quite a nervous guy. I think Moz is getting more nervous as he gets older, to be honest. He's scared of driving. He's petrified of wasps and bees. Anything that anything that flies and is small around him, he seems to be nervous about. He's very, he's very scared of cows as well. He is. Which he is funny. I remember, I remember 
being at Holly Park a few times and we'd, we'd taken the dogs out for a walk. And he's like, no, we can't go across that field. It's like, why? He's like, there's cows down the bottom. They'll, they'll chase us. <laughs> like, well, I'm pretty sure it's fine. But he's just, yeah, he's terrified. It's quite insane. I don't know what his issue is with cows. Um, oh, yeah. The, and, and the other thing I can't remember what, I, do you have any recollection of what he did for his 18th birthday? 18th? It must have just been a party around, a, around a, your house, I think. Must have been. It must have been. I don't remember anything special happening. Or 21st. Did he have a party at uni or something for his 21st? Did you go and, vis- did you go and visit him in Newcastle? Yeah, I think I did. That was, yeah, I think that was when he was living in Jesmond. I'm sure what was, tonight. I can't remember. What was your I'm, impression of his house and his mates when you went to go see him at uni? So in his first year, he lived in Biker, which was essentially a prison. I'm sure, I'm sure Bulmer probably must have tell, told you a few stories about that place. That was, that was rogue in a really, really dodgy part of Newcastle. Um, but yeah, and he's like in his second year, in his second year, it was a really nice house. Yeah. Like nice, like sort of big townhouse. And yeah, all the, all the lads, all the lads he lived with were pretty sound. The Irish, all the Irish were very loose. Yeah. I remember him saying. I think towards, I think towards the end of uni, he wasn't getting on with one of them well at all. No. Nah. can did he meet you in australia yeah that was good um so we (laughs) he came and met me in coffs harbour which is sort of between sydney and brisbane so he, yeah, he came with Beth and he stayed for a couple of nights, which is really good. We had, we had some good times. We went paddle boarding, saw some nice. dolphins, which was pretty sick. And then um, <laughs> there was one night we had, uh, we used to have a bonfire on the beach every now and then. Um, so we did that. Then we did that while Moz was there. And we got some acid, which <laughs> was very funny. Um, <laughs> It was it was it was quite chilled. It was really 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 fun night. And I remember Moz walking Beth back to the hostel because she was like pretty tired. She'd had enough. He was like, "Yeah, walk her back." The hostel was just up a straight road to the beach, about a five minute walk. Mm. But there was like a little, a few trees in between the beach and the road. I remember thinking, "Where the hell has Moz been?" Like, it's been ages. I wonder if he's just gone back and forth asleep. So I call him, and he's like, "Paxton." I'm lost. I don't know where I am. Obviously, I was like, oh, not this again. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I'm stuck in a forest. There's a big forest and I just can't find my way out. I was like, well, there's no forest. There's like a row of like three or four trees. <laughs> so I end, I end up finding him caught like shouting his name out and he hears me. He, come, he comes strolling out of these trees. And he's like, oh God, that was, that was deep. I got lost. I got real lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's literally What's fine. the two pros doing here by the beach? <laughs> Who put this <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah that, was really good. Remember- that was really good to see those guys come out. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good, uh, a, a really good travelling trip, actually. Um, yeah. Pretty jealous. Um, and how about recently? Do you, what, what, 
you go, you've been down to visit him in London quite a bit. What's the standard kind of weekend with Mozza down in London? It's good. Well, it's good because if I go down, I've, I only sort of go down every few months. So I get to see, try and get to see everybody. So it's usually, I mean, they're still a really tight group down there anyway. So yeah. their normal weekend is usually just to catch up with each other. It's usually down to the pub and then back to, back to someone's house for a few more drinks. Last, or was it last time I went or the time before we went and saw Phoenix. Oh, nice. Because we, I, I'd sort of gone down to see everybody, and it was it was more being Sarah's birthday weekend, and I think Moz and Beth had tickets for Phoenix already, but obviously the um, their birthday was more important. So Moz was like, "Well, I kind of still want to go," so I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll take the ticket." Uh, so that was at Where about that? That's really good. And then just caught up that. with everyone after. Yeah, that really must have been great. I love Phoenix. That's the first time I've been to Ali Pali as well. Yeah, it's enormous, isn't it? Good gig. Parcels supported them. What? So I didn't know much about them, but they're a really good band. Yeah, that's great. It's a, like a super lineup. Good. Um, all right, nice. Anything else you want to mention about Moz while we are on the subject? Good stuff. Why, why did Moz get suspended at school? This is a story I haven't talked about. I, th- I, think, he, I think he had a fight with somebody. Do you remember who it was and how it happened? I want to say James Townsend. I could be totally wrong, but I think I think it was yeah, Towney. Um, was that? I feel like that was year seven. So that was before I was like proper, proper close friends with Moz. Do you think he was having a go at Moz's Velcro shoes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. I don't think so. Right. Yeah, I, th- I can't remember, what but I think yeah, I think Moz just Moz lost his head. He used to, he used to get quite angry back in those days. I think. Oh yeah, he was. He quite he, easily lost lost his head. But I mean, before he went to school, he was like when we were kids. He was really such a like a happy chap. Like he was yeah. like a little. He was like a performer. We thought he was going to be on stage. Like he was just <laughs> like laugh a minute, like constantly performing and doing songs and dances and like all this sort of stuff. And then basically puberty hit, and he turned into <laughs> a bit of a monster. Um, it was all the it was all the emo music he was listening to. It's giving me bad vibes. And then yeah, I remember it was pretty soon after he started school. There were some dickhead called Simon Paxton was bullying him, and, um, <laughs> and then he was he got suspended for punching somebody. But I can't remember how. It yeah, all I can't remember the full story on that one. But I think it was James Townsend. Right. Josh Josh might know a bit more about that. Yeah, I'm sure Josh will be able to uh, to to flesh that out. <laughs>